You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 153, How to Be Your Own Best Friend. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hey, Mama, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. Thank you to those of you who are listening when this comes out in mid-July. Thank you to those of you who are listening to it at some point in the future. Thank you to everyone who has emailed me or messaged me that you listen to the podcast and how it's making a difference in your life. Thank you to those of you who have left a rating and review. I so appreciate you. And if you haven't done that yet, please take a minute to leave a review and let me know what you think of the show. I'm always open to feedback. I'm open to new ideas and topics, and I love hearing from you. I also want to help you take what I'm talking about on the podcast and apply it to your own life. It's one thing to consume information and have it make sense intellectually, but it's a whole other thing to take that information and apply it to yourself, to your relationships, and your parenting. So if you're interested in doing that work with me as your coach, go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and request a free consultation with me. Today's episode is actually a recording from a class I taught about a month ago called How to Be Your Own Best Friend. It was an hour-long class with live coaching at the end, and I've edited it down to just 12 and a half minutes of the most important content. I thought it was a great class, and I wanted to share it here on the show. So please enjoy. How to be your own best friend. This may sound like kind of a fluffy topic, kind of like be your own best friend. Yeah, that's cute. But really, our relationships with ourselves are the root of all of our successes and all of our problems. It's the most important factor, the the way that we think about ourselves and and the relationship with ourselves. It's the most important factor in what we'll do and the results that we'll get in our lives. So if you're new to me, I want to explain what I teach about relationships. What is a relationship? It's a connection between people. And I can have a connection with you even if we've never spoken. And I feel like I do, right? I feel like for the, the people in the chill out challenge, especially like I, I don't know you guys, but I feel like I have a great relationship with you. And when I was choosing the winners of the challenges, I was like so happy for you. <laughs> I was so excited, right? Even though we've never really met and we can even have relationships with people who have passed away by thinking about them and remembering the times that we've had together. So you can have any kind of relationship you want with someone just by the way you choose to think about them. And your relationship with yourself is made up of your thoughts about you. And many people are literally their own worst enemies because of the way they think about themselves. They think that beating themselves up or being hard on themselves will motivate them to do better. But the opposite is true, right? It creates, when you're hard on yourself and you beat yourself up and you tell yourself horrible things, it creates this vicious cycle of shame and you never believe that you're good enough. 
where does this come from? Why is this a problem for so many people? Our primitive brain's job is to keep us alive and protect us from danger. So our brain's constantly looking for danger. It's constantly focusing on the negative, right? It thinks, am I enough? Am I going to get kicked out of the tribe? Uh, I made a mistake. Oh no, that, you know, I did something bad. I'm bad. I'm, there's something wrong with me. That other person is better than I am, or I have to be better than they are, right? It's constantly telling us that's because it's our survival. It thinks that if we get kicked out of the tribe, so to speak, that we're going to die. So there's nothing wrong with you if you're thinking this way, but we want to be able to overcome that those thoughts and overcome that part of the brain that's telling us we're going to die because we're not going to die, right? When someone disagrees with us or if someone doesn't like us or someone is upset, that doesn't mean we're going to die. But our primitive brain, the, the part of our brain that tried to keep us alive when we were living in caves and running from tigers and things like that is still operating, okay? So it's okay. There's nothing wrong. We just need to learn how to manage our brains better. We need to get curious with ourselves instead of judging ourselves all the time because self-compassion, not self-criticism, is the greatest motivator for change. Okay, I want to repeat that. Self-compassion, not self-criticism, is the greatest motivator for change. We think that if we just beat ourselves up enough, then we'll do the right thing. It's not true. It's the opposite. Okay? So... I want to talk about how to be your own best friend because don't we just love our best friends? I was asking my kids in preparation for this, tell me about your best friend. Tell me what it is about her that you just love and what makes her such a good friend. So some of these um, things that I have for you are from my conversations with my kids about their best friends. And even if you don't have a best friend right now, Think about a, a good friend or somebody in your past that was a good, you know, good friend or best friend, right? And what do you love about them? And what I am going to show you are seven qualities of a best friend that you can, you can develop within yourself, with the relationship you have with yourself, okay? So the first one is like what I was just talking about, curiosity. Your best friend is curious about you. They're interested in you. They want to know what's going on with you. Instead of judging you, they're curious. So that's the very first thing that I teach my the moms that I work with is we've got to stop judging ourselves and our thoughts about ourselves so that we can have a look, you know, at, because if we're constantly judging ourselves, then we're going to be resisting looking at ourselves. Instead, we want to be open and we want to be curious like, why did I do that? Instead of saying it like that to yourself, be like, why did I do that? Like, hmm, that's so interesting, right? And be curious about yourself. This is huge. That's why I put it as the first one, okay? So we're going to drop the judgment and instead get curious about ourselves so that we can see what's going on and change it, okay? Number two, this seems obvious, but it isn't kind. Our best friends are kind to us. Okay. They don't say to us, you're such an idiot. What's wrong with you? You don't know what you're doing. You're stupid. You look like crap today. You suck. You'll never be able to do that. 
But that's what we tell ourselves all the time, right? So I want you, I always say to, to moms, like, would you ever talk to your best friend that way? Would your best friend ever talk to you that way? And they're like, no. I'm like, okay, then what would you say to your best friend in this situation? Or what would your best friend say to you? That's what you got to say to yourself. You've got to start talking to yourself in a kind, compassionate way. Okay? So that's number two. Number three, our best friends are trustworthy. They're reliable. We know that we can count on them. And I just did a podcast on um, self-trust recently. So definitely go and check that out. But basically, we want to have a relationship with ourselves where we can trust ourselves, where we know that when we say we're going to do something, we're going to do it. That we know that we have our own back, that we can count on ourselves. That's so important. And of course, trust comes from the kinds of thoughts we tell ourselves about ourselves, right? If we say like, oh, I always procrastinate or I'm just so indecisive. We say these things about ourselves as though they're facts, as though they're just true, but they're just, they're thoughts. They're all thoughts, right? It's not like you can go to a doctor and have a blood test and they say, yes, you tested positive for indecisive. <laughs> You're positive for procrastinator. It's just a thought. And then when you think that thought about yourself, you create the result. I was just talking about this with somebody else the other day. <clears throat> I have an aunt. Her thought about herself is, I'm horrible with directions. So it's like, you can't even give her a map of something without her freaking out. Like, oh, no, no, no. I'm just, I'm, I'm not good with directions. But this is a grown woman who has driven a car and gotten from point A to point B. So clearly, like, she knows a thing or two about directions. She's not completely directionless. <laughs> but because she has that thought about herself, she, like, automatically goes into confusion and creates that experience for herself. Okay, number four, best friends are supportive. They're encouraging. They, they don't say to you, yeah, you probably shouldn't try that because you'll probably fail. Or, you know, you've never done that before, so probably shouldn't do it now. No, they're like, I support you. Whatever you, goal you have, I want you to go after it. And so we got to talk to ourselves in the same way. We want to be able to, to, we want other people to support us. We want our spouses and our parents and our friends, everybody else to support us, but we don't support ourselves. And that's the most important person who needs to be supportive. Otherwise, all the other support in the world isn't going to help you get the result you want. So back to my client, she was um, talking about her mother-in-law and how her mother-in-law wasn't supporting her. And I said, um, I said, well, if your mother-in-law was supporting you, what would she be saying? Well, she'd be saying things like, everyone has bad days. You're doing a good job. Everything you're feeling is normal. And I said, great. Those are the thoughts for you to tell yourself. We can identify what it is we want other people to say to us and how we want other people to treat us. And we can just do that for ourselves. 
it's much more effective <laughs> for us to do it for ourselves because otherwise we're just waiting for somebody else to do it so we can feel a certain way when we can feel that way right now. Okay. Um, number five is they're forgiving. Best friends are forgiving. So this is like, you know, if you make a mistake, you say, okay, I made a mistake. I'm going to learn from it. I'm not going to do that again and move on. You don't hold grudges against yourself. You don't, you know, continue to continually beat yourself up for the past. You forgive and move on. The sixth thing is your best friend celebrates you. And one of the, the best days of the chill out challenge was Wednesday when everybody wrote thank you letters to themselves, because how often do we do that? Not nearly as often as you should. I shouldn't say as you should, as you could, right? But our brain likes to focus on the negative so much that we completely ignore all the great qualities, all the good things that happen. And so when I have my group calls, the very first thing we do every week when we come together as a group is, okay, what were your wins this week? What can we celebrate about you? How can we focus on what we want more of instead of focusing on what we don't want? Let's keep going. The last one is they're fun to be around. Our best friends are fun to be around, right? How fun are you around you? This is a really important thing to think about. Just before this call, I was dancing around in the kitchen because that's how I like to get in the mood for these calls. <laughs> I like to dance around to some Megan Trainer, and I was just dancing around, having a ball. What can you do for fun so that you enjoy being around yourself? So those are the seven qualities. Let's, re let's review. Curious, kind, trustworthy, supportive, forgiving, celebrates you, and fun to be around. Doesn't that sound amazing? What if you could say that you are all these things to you? How would your life, your outlook, everything, how would you feel about you? How would how, you would just love you so much? And when you love yourself, you show up so much better for those around you. We think that it's selfish to love ourselves. No, it's the most loving thing we can do for ourselves and everybody else. So I really want you guys to think about these nine, I'm sorry, seven qualities and think about how you can start incorporating them into your life more. That's it for today, mama. I'll talk to you again next week. Bye-bye. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel calmer, more confident, and more at peace in your family and life, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the exact life you want. You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. And as your coach, I'll be there to support you every step of the way. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up now.